I was really lost. And it was, it was then when I play pokers a mm. lot because I'm really stressful during the during daytime, and I think I need to kind of relax at night. night. Yeah, and then I start to play poker with friends in the apartment. Actually, one of my friends, um, from the poker table, who introduced my current job. Just do it and never limit yourself are Air's models. Coming to the states just two years ago from Shenzhen, Air's graduated her masters from USC Annenberg. A job opportunity found her at the poker table. She started working the next day post graduation and got selected for H one B the first try. She's employee number one at a solar energy startup in LA. Everything feels like a gift of life by embracing uncertainty. However, Eris shares with host Rosemary that the biggest struggle for her to stay in the U.S. is actually about the relationship with her parents. In fact, her parents, who are not opponents of having their daughter working so far away from home, do not know about her H-1B selection. How is she handling working in a different country while taking in the stress from the parent-daughter situation? Let's find out. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to "You're Not Alone: The H-1B Talk" podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary. Today we have Eris on my podcast. Who is Eris? She went to the same program as I did. We both went to USC Annenberg's. Strategic public relations master, and then she's also my neighbor. We live in the same apartment building, and then we're gym buddies. We also eat all a lot together.、Mm-hmm. And then、um, she's a food influencer on Chinese social media, Little Red Book. And who is Eris? Yo, Eris, do you wanna <laughs> do you wanna introduce yourself? Yeah, and、Hi. how we met. <laughs> Hi everyone, I'm Iris. And thanks for having me. I'm a big fan of this podcast because when I first heard Rosemary's idea of having this podcast, I was like, "Yeah, you 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 definitely need to do that." Because you know, it's been like a struggle experience for most people,、mm-hmm. or like I could say everyone. And I just really feel like you know. Everyone in this process would really need like to support each other and to kind of learn others' experience so that they can feel you know connected or related.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to how we met each other.、Mm-hmm. <laughs> we actually met through Zoom. Zoom. <laughs> we we started out as Zoom friends. Yeah. Because we always just see each other on Zoom, and then after class, no one barely talked to each other. So、mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, maybe I should start like a Zoom chat, so that we can have a place for all of us to, you know, just talk, talk for a little bit, get、mm-hmm. to know each other." Yeah, and back then I didn't, you know, know much people from our program because you know everyone just like a tiny box on your on screen. My, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and when you. You know, said that you know you're gonna set up a Zoom meeting for everyone to chat there.、Mm-hmm. I was like, 
Yeah. And I still remember I was in an airport when wow. I was in that chat. Yeah. And I was, um, you know, catching up a flight. But I really want to, like, talk to someone from my class. Oh, wow. Thank you for letting me know that you really, really, like, showed up, even though you were, you know, at the airport. Uh Wow. I felt like, because Rosemary seems like those who can, you know, really, um, I would say, independent Mm -hmm. and, you know, have some brilliant ideas. So that's why I turned to her when I was, you know, trying to find like a, an apartment here. And that's how we ended up to be neighbors. Thank you for, you know, trusting my judgment on selecting apartments. <laughs> Absolutely. Because um, yeah, I think like, um, I just meant to be here. And because of living in this apartment, you know, it just related to how I get my job. And mm-hmm. then how I, you know, stay here, get a job, and then got selected. It's like, it's how everything is aligned. Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, thank you for introducing <laughs> the, the apartment to me. <laughs> okay, I think that means, like, I'm probably going to get a job while I'm still living in this apartment. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's, you know, from someone who also lived in this apartment. Yeah, we maybe. never know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I just graduated last year. And actually, I just come to the. I just came to the state like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's relatively short time for like most international students. Cause when I graduated, I felt like I just started my life here. Iris, I'm I'm really curious. Why did you like want to come to the states in the first place? What made you want to study abroad? Yeah, that's really that's a really good question. Cause. Um, yeah, I did my undergrad in China, like in Shenzhen, and um, I spent like most of the time in Shenzhen or like in China, and I felt like I really need to explore more of mm-hmm. the outside world, and I like U.S. I think it started by like I'm watching all those like um. TV like TV dramas okay. gossip girls mm, so like probably when you were in like uh, high, school. high school yeah and then a lot of my friends came for study mm-hmm. but my parents always like yeah it's not um, quote suitable or like you know good for girls to come to the yeah, state they yeah, prefer I, me to I go to that, the like, my, my dad said the same thing he said study abroad is not for girls Oh wow, yeah. that's yeah. Okay, on my dad said you can go to UK and I fully support you, but not US because mm-hmm. he felt like it's dangerous here. Like <laughs> every everywhere is like gunshot. And <laughs> yeah, yeah. And like then, dad, dad and parents, they always worry about the safety issues here. Mm-hmm. But I just don't see myself in mm-hmm. England. But you do see yourself in the US. Yeah, especially in, in LA. LA. Yeah. Mm. Um. And also, I came here for, like, um, summer vacation. And also, I did, like, a summer school here. Mm-hmm. And back then, I really enjoyed, you know, staying here. Like, watching the sunset and, like... Going to the beach. Uh-huh, and have a brunch during the weekend mm. and stuff like that. And I feel like it's really... I really like, like, the vibe, like, really chill here. Mm-hmm. So... When I just uh, graduate from my 
undergrad school, I so the first thing is that I really don't know what I wanted to do. I, and also I felt like I didn't really learn much from school and that's why I decided to pursue my like master's degree and then I start to you know search on online line to see like what schools here and then so you were like looking for schools like specifically in LA in LA and the reason that I um, applied to USC is because um my sister actually got their offers when she's she was applying for like undergrad school mm -hmm. and then she chose you know northwestern instead of usc so yes it's also been like a like her dream as uh -huh. well oh yeah. like her <laughs> la dream mm -hmm. and then yeah my sister helped me to like apply to the school thinking that she can visit me some some days mm -hmm. when i got in and yeah, so USC is the first and the only school that I apply, and I actually, I actually got their offers like a week after that. Oh, wow, that was really quick. And then I just, and yeah, and I just take the offer immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and after graduation, cause because of the pandemic, I only um stay here for a year during my master's program right because the first year you did it over zoom in china yeah when i graduated i just felt like i just you know start my life yeah here. it's just your first year and then you and i really like yeah and i really like you know just staying here mm -hmm. and you know trying new foods and getting no new friends and yeah everything just felt so fresh and you know give me some inspiration and energy yeah is that you know like got you started into like doing like you know like food reviews and then becoming a food um influencer yeah i felt like i have the luck you know to find some really good food mm -hmm. even even though it's like a common restaurant i can always order like the most delicious food so you have like an um you have a special pair of eyes on discovering the most tasty food out of like an ordinary restaurant. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, probably that's why I like to like go out and eat with you. And also I, I think it's because we like really want to try new things. Yeah, yeah. We, we always save like a lot of like new restaurants to our list mm -hmm. and then just like compare the list and then just like pick one and then go. We just do it. Uh -huh. And I, and there's a lot of restaurant like from different different countries in mm -hmm. LA and you got to ch taste like um different foods here so mm -hmm. I really liked it and what else and apart from being a food influencer your full-time job <laughs> has to do with the solar industry yeah and the story of you getting the job and you know like um starting the H1B process as well as you know like staying here is quite interesting and then do you want to share that with the audience so yeah when i decided to stay here and i started the job hunting process and i have to say it's like a struggle and frustrated time because yeah i just sent out to maybe like one a hundred or you know a few hundreds of 
application and got no feedback at all. And also, I believe it's because like last year, um, there's a lot of company that are firing people yeah. instead of just hiring one. So, yeah, it's really a tough time for people to get a job, especially for us international students. Yeah, it is actual hard. Because you know, every time I see the questions of do you need sponsorship, and I feel like, oh, <laughs> I'm not gonna get into this company. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't actually get a job for maybe like for a few months, and I was really lost. And it was, it was then when I play pokers mm-hmm. a lot because I'm really stressful during the. During daytime, and I think I need to kind of relax at night. night. Yeah, and then I start to play poker with friends in the apartment. Actually, one of my friends, um, from the poker table, who introduced my current job. Mm. Yeah, and she, I don't know why, cause she actually just only asked me for that job. But we do have like ten ish people on the table, like playing cards every night. What, was she always like sitting next to you, or how close were you guys? Not that much, I would say, because we don't actually talk like our personal life on the, when we were playing when we were playing cards. Mm-hmm. We just talk about like the cards, the the game itself, instead of you know who you are. And I didn't even know like most of the people's name. Mm-hmm. But you, you guys were just there to you know to play and have fun it's mm-hmm. not about like networking right? yeah, it's, the poker yeah. <laughs> like, but, but you, you managed to have <laughs> make some you know networks at the poker table yeah I just um I felt I felt the connection maybe because mm-hmm. I always I can always you know notice if that one could be my friends or not. Yeah, you you were analyzing the and then sensing if somebody could be your friend. Mm-hmm. And then I'm pretty sure your friend who offered you the job were doing the same. Because like, uh-huh. you know, at a poker table is very, you know, a, it's a very good place for you to observe people. Yeah. And then their behavior at a poker table might reflect, you know, their work ethics or you know their personality mm-hmm. yeah when she first introduced like the solar company to me i i i have no idea what solar is mm-hmm. like the only the only thing i know is about like okay there's a panel and then it absorbs energy from the sun mm-hmm. and then it trans transmit to like the electricity for the house or right. like, for the factory but besides that i have no idea what that is and what made you take the job then without knowing anything about <laughs> solar? I guess um, initially, I just want to stay here. So that's my mm-hmm. goal. And then I didn't find like other jobs that were, that could sponsor me. Mm-hmm. And then just... magically at the poker table, this girl showed up with a job that sponsors Exactly. I I don't think you've imagined this is how you land your first job after graduation. And I literally start working the next day that I graduated. Back then, I I didn't graduate, so I Mm -hmm. just started to do some like part time work for him. Oh, okay, I see. And yeah, I think it just 
it also gave gave me some time to kind of know the industry and mm-hmm. see if I can do it. So All I right. kind of like help him to do some paperwork and you know see if he's a good boss. I guess. Yeah, I I think you know I started doing it part time is a really good opportunity for both parties、mm-hmm. to just like know test it out to know、mm-hmm. each other and then see if this could potentially. Um, land into a full time position because、mm-hmm. when you are selecting the job, the job is you know selecting you. you. Yeah, it's a two way things. Yeah, yeah, it's always selection.、Mm-hmm. Like I finished my last class, and then I just asked him if he wants me to like do a full time job for him,、mm-hmm. and he was like, yeah. Um, he just said that yeah, of course I I I I will offer you a job. And then I asked if he could sponsor me,、mm-hmm. um, and he said definitely. Ooh, definitely. Yeah, we love that answer. <laughs> <laughs> so I, so my my path of finding a job might not be <laughs> that. It's, it's very unique, guys.、Mm-hmm. So we're not like trying to like recommending you to play poker, <laughs> to you know like make your networks, but you know this just shows how important. To you know, build up your network is yeah, because you never know who's gonna be you know the next person who's gonna you know help you find your job. So I can just like share something that happened today. So I had an interview with a recruiter this afternoon, and then she was asking me you know all those standard um screening questions, and then she asked, oh, do you need sponsorship? I said yes, and then she wasn't sure if the company would sponsor, and then she said she will find out, and then. If the company doesn't, she would personally help me with my job search. I literally wanted to cry. I'm like, wow, this world, wow,、uh-huh. like you never know, like what's gonna happen. Is this kind of like uncertainty that makes me feel like life is, you know, so much fun.、Mm-hmm. It's such a fun place to、yeah. be at. Yeah, and I think you need to like keep, um, spreading out the message of you finding a yeah, job. Yeah, yeah. When you're finding a job, is Not just like you finding it is telling every single one around you、mm-hmm, that、yeah. you need a job, and then you know they will spread the word out for you. They'll spread the word out at the poker table. Hi guys, I'm here to play poker and、like、I need a job. I think back then is everyone's on the table. Like half of us, half of us are like doing job search.、Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can tell that everyone is frustrated. And yeah, we were kind of like talking about this um in the table on the table like yeah, it's really hard to get hired this year and、mm-hmm. stuff like that. So I think that's when you know my friend real uh you know start to think consider me to like introduce me to her dad.、Mm-hmm. Everything will just align for you for that job.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your day to day like working at a solar company? Because <laughs> it's like a brand new company. We can say it's a startup. Because、mm-hmm. and also I'm the first. You're the number one employee. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Look at you, Iris. Um. Initially, I started to work. So my title is like um public relation and like marketing, but I ended up doing everything. Including like recruiting. That's a startup life, you know. <laughs> yeah. That's the advantage of 
you know, working at a startup, like you get to work on things that may not be under your job description, mm-hmm. like for example, recruiting. Yeah, and also like, um, yeah, basically I do everything for him, but um, it's a really like tired and exhausted thing. But meanwhile, I think it kind of the challenge that I took um uh, made me realize how powerful I am. Mm-hmm. And made me realize that okay, I can do a lot of thing more than just marketing. Right. And yeah, I think I just opened up like a lot of doors, you know, working for a startup company. And then without knowing, you know, like a lot of things in the industry, you still like went ahead and then do it. Yeah. So when you choose an industry, you are getting a lot of information. You know, when I was scrolling down my phones on social media, it just pop up like related content. Yeah, the the algorithm knows you want more information about solar. <laughs> yeah, so I, yeah, I got to know it, and I would say that, yeah, you can get to know any industry within maybe a week or a month, mm-hmm. as long as you put effort in it, mm-hmm. and it's not that hard, not as hard as hard as I thought, mm-hmm. just simple thing and. You know, if you don't know, just ask. I didn't actually know that I need to, because uh, I'm graduate. So I took a gap semester, um, for one of the internships. So I actually graduated in December, mm-hmm. and I didn't actually know that I need to, you know, find a job and then find a company that would sponsor me before March. Yeah, because March is the deadline for. The employer to help you filing the uh, lottery. Yeah, so there's only three months, and I didn't know any of that until <laughs> I kind of asked during the poker game, <laughs> and everyone's like, "Yeah, you need to have it sponsored." You, you really went to the <laughs> poker game to learn all about H one B and the visa process. Wow. Yeah, and I, cause initially I thought that I I would have you know I can just. Have my OPT and then you know start, and then I need to start to consider like H one B and stuff like that. Yeah. And obviously, my employer know nothing about H one B, so I basically <laughs> got so the you, information. You got the information from, from the poker, poker table, and then you communicate that information to your employer. Yeah. A, a month later, mm-hmm. um, I heard someone still in the poker. <laughs> Table saying that the results are out. Uh huh. The results are out, and they didn't get selected. And then I just, you know, open my computer and check my email Mm -hmm. the next day, and I got selected. How did you feel at that moment, winning the lottery? To be honest, I don't have much feelings. Mm. Because um, I definitely not feel excited excited because um i'm not sure if it's a good thing because mm-hmm. my my parents they don't want me to stay here they, they want you know, to go back they they want me to go back like the moment that i graduate so i had like a huge like a long conversation with them you know like persuading them that i i'm fine here mm-hmm. with myself they're they're worried about you talk with my mom a lot mm-hmm. and she always you know tried to FaceTime with me mm-hmm. like uh, she basically FaceTime me 
like every two days or so. And she just keep checking me, you know, to see if I'm okay or if I am sick or not, stuff like that. And every time I try to confirm to her, like I'm really exhausted or, you know, the work pressure is really, it's really high. high. And then she's like, yeah, why don't you just come back? She's been waiting for that. <laughs> Uh -huh. Mom, I'm tired. So she could reply, "Come back I'm home." Back home. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, back to that moment, I really don't feel anything because I know there will be more conversation that I need to have with my parents. Right. And what what did they say when you? told them that you got selected for h1b actually like to be honest um i don't i don't want them to see this <laughs> I, i don't want to have them to know this podcast mm -hmm. <laughs> for this episode because they actually don't know i got selected wow. yeah and my parents don't know anything about like opt mm -hmm. h1b stuff like that they just know that You're still here. I'm here, and they want they don't want me to be here, and and they even asked me like, uh, when's your like visa expired? Yeah, in that case, I would just I have no choice but go back. Mm -hmm. And yeah, when I got selected, and I talked to my boss that I want to go back to China because it's been like a year and a half, mm -hmm. or like two years, and then I need to go back and initially I want to go back and talk to them about H1B. I even like write a letter <laughs> when I when I was in the plan like I tried to list out the thing that I need to talk to them mm -hmm. yeah but eventually when I saw them in person yeah those words just I, I just can't say it because you know when you're telling someone that stuff that they, that they don't want to And I heard their feelings is, is kind of hard. And I, I don't think they will allow me to come back after <laughs> And then I just realized, oh, yeah, there's some stuff that your parents don't need to know. Right. And yeah, I just keep it as your own secret. Yeah. They don't need to find out about this podcast. If they do, okay, mom, if you're listening to this podcast and you understand what I said <laughs> or you understand the purpose of this podcast, just accept it. Because <laughs> I haven't made up my mind of, you know, like when, like how long would I stay here or even like whether I need to file my green card process stuff like that yeah. I don't have any idea so don't worry about it okay I just try to yeah just go with the flow mm -hmm. yes see what life brings me mm, that's a very you know like good mindset because I, I do feel like we started out by talking about why you wanted to come to the US mm -hmm. and then you didn't like expect much about the life after graduation mm -hmm. but you did get a job and then you did get a job that sponsors <laughs> and then magically you got us through a poker table <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got selected for h1b yeah so like um the first time 
Yeah. The only shot. Yeah. Well, well, you only need one shot to get selected. <laughs> All other ones that don't count. Yeah. Well, like now looking back, since you know, like everything just happened so quickly in the past two years, you're in the U.S. Um, what was the biggest struggle for you? The struggle. Uh huh. <laughs> Don't beat me, but I think the biggest struggle is with my parents. Mm-hmm. Like all the, those conversation and or their attitude towards me, it really hurt me. You know when they first like, cause um, my dad. Uh, when I first told him, told them that I I found I found a job here and mm-hmm. I won't be back during the spring festival, festival. and yeah. it's like one of the most you know. Most valued holiday time, mm-hmm. family gathering, family gathering time. Every holiday is like really important in our family, and mm-hmm. they assume that everyone will be back. Be like, yeah. yeah, and then especially for the spring spring festival, um. So I didn't get go back because I'm in the process of um applying for my EAD card. Mm-hmm. It's not that I don't want to go back, but I can't. So um. And my birthday is on the um the day before the spring festival this year, mm-hmm. and my dad didn't even say happy birthday to me, just because I don't want to go back. Wow, he's really you know like showing you that he doesn't support this decision. Mm-hmm. And then the next day, I I call them to you know say happy spring spring festival. He didn't pick up my phone. And I and then I call my mom and my mom pick it up and said, "Do you want to speak to your dad?" I was like, "You know, your dad was trying to be like really, really tough. Mm-hmm. He wants to like show you that side of him so that you could feel like a sense of you know like like woo to him. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe <laughs> he's trying to you know put you through like a guilt trip. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And then we had another conversation that day." By starting like yesterday was my birthday, <laughs> and you didn't say happy, happy birthday, birthday to me. And another thing is that he stopped, you know, sending me money after I decided to stay here. Mm-hmm. It's another way of you know showing that he's not. He's happy. very firm on that. He wants you to go back. Mm-hmm. He's cutting off the, you know, like the source. <laughs> yeah, but it's okay. <laughs> well, you managed to, you know, like support yourself successfully yeah. through my work and my influential life and my xiaojingku <laughs> <laughs> and your personal savings. If you could change, like one thing happened in the past, like would you want to do anything differently? No. <laughs> yeah. Um. I won't regret every decision I made, mm-hmm. and I believe it's all the things that I choose and makes me who I am now. Yes. And I love who I am right now, mm-hmm. so I won't regret any choice that I made made in the past. Because mm-hmm. like, even if it's just like one tiny decision you change in the past. You wouldn't be who you are today. Yeah, you wouldn't be sitting here recording <laughs> this podcast with uh-huh. me.
well, enjoying I'm, the beautiful sunset here. I'm grateful for that. You don't want to change anything in the past, <laughs> or else this, you know, wouldn't be happening right now. Mm-hmm. All right. And do you have, you know, like any messages that you want to share with, you know, um, uh, us international students, especially those who are doing the job search? Yeah, I, I, I would say that it's really frustrating and you're not alone mm-hmm. through this process because everyone's will, everyone's in the same struggle as you are. So mm-hmm. don't panic and don't feel alone. Besides that, I think our us international students will need to realize our strengths comparing to the local student because mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's not easy for us to get sponsorship and and that's because um if the company needs to sponsor you they need to pay you like higher than the local student so we need to prove or show them that you're worth that mm-hmm. salary and yeah it's a two-way choice for you know both you and the company so you just show them what you got like you're bilingual mm-hmm. and yeah like multicultural background and then you're you can bring like another perspective to the company mm-hmm. that's what they need if you know they're having like a international business so you just show them what you got and show that you're worth the salary that they will be paying you to sponsor your visa mm-hmm. and just you know see where lives will bring you <laughs> say yes to solar panels <laughs> yeah just if if there's a job just take it i i think like a lot of time is that when we are taking a job we're like more comfortable you know staying in industry that we know of yeah but i think your experience you know bringing such a good point on that even if this industry you don't know much or you probably never heard of (laughs) it might be a good industry that worth your time you know worth your you know investing your learning in it and it might you know pay out really good this is like a gift from life it's like uncertainty mm-hmm. like and also you don't need to like um think too much of like how will i end up you know after this or like mm-hmm. you know within this industry i think you just yeah i think for like our gen z mm-hmm. <laughs> we are gen z right yes <laughs> um it's really important we you know have open mind and to you know get to know as much as we could you mm-hmm. know any industry and then any skills that we need for our future no matter it's for life or for career so there there will be um, so every experience re- is really precious yeah. for you yeah so you don't yeah just throw yourself out. They're they're <laughs> valuable because sometimes it's like you know scavenger hunt or like treasure hunting. Down the road, you don't know what you're gonna find. Like for example, like poker, <laughs> solar, <laughs> they rhyme. And also another thing is that um one of my influencer friend, she actually um introduced me to like you know some client potential clients so mm-hmm. just you know every step that you took or like every experience will somehow connect yeah yeah it's, it's kind of like plant a seed and so, then even if it's just a small one 
it will grow, but you just need to give it a little time, wait till it to grow out so you could see it. Well, thank you, Eris, for sharing, you know, your story with us. And um, I'm curious to learn about what's your plan, you know, for the next few months, because I, I feel for like the next few months, everything, you know, changes so fast. And then you mentioned that you don't know, like, eventually, if you want to stay in the US or go back to China, because I, I do feel like there are a lot of moving parts. So what, what's your plan for the next few months? We're like this year. This year, yeah. I think I will just stick to the company because mm -hmm. I need to get my H1B mm -hmm. and then, you know, have it activated. Although I I don't think I need that. But yeah, that's what life gave, gave me. Mm -hmm. And I just take it. Besides that, yeah, I have no expectation of my life so far. She is such a calm person. Like she does not set out expectation, which is something I really admire. Like even though I tell myself to, you know, like don't set out too much expectations, I still have those. But but Iris is truly like one of the few that I've never seen anyone who like doesn't like set out any sort of like expectations. But like still, she's so really good. Yeah. Um. I mean. Even though I don't have any expectation, I would do, you know, when I see opportunity, I will mm -hmm. try. I will give it a try. And yeah. I will, I'm willing to do any change or like anything. You, you, I, I think you're the kind of person who do a lot and then think less. Mm -hmm. Just do it. Just do it. Yeah. So it has been so funny. Like um, now we're recording this podcast. She's, sitting here very calmly to tell me and the audience about her career journey, her international student life. But just a few days ago, our conversation each day would be like, I asking Eris, do you want to quit today? Because she was under a lot of stress and then she wanted to quit. And then she even said to me, I don't think anyone would quit after they just got selected for H1B. Well, I want to ask you this question again, Eris, as like our last question for this episode. Mm -hmm. Do you still want to quit your job now? Not for now, but I'm not sure in the future. I mean, that's a really good answer because like, you know, like quitting sometimes is just that at that moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you need to have the courage to quit. Mm -hmm. and when you really, really want to quit. Yeah, oftentimes people have like a backup plan before they quit yes yeah, it's, it's really hard to you know just quit without another job lined up mm -hmm. but maybe if i you know really can't stand it anymore i will quit i will quit <laughs> <laughs> but as of right now you're you know still okay to take the job i think i just you know feel grateful for you know, getting a job, getting mm -hmm. selected. And these are the thing that I want to embrace or I want to hold for now. Mm -hmm. And it, yeah. <laughs> well, I cherish the opportunity you have right now. But if there are, you know, better opportunities out there in the future, you know, it's okay to say yes to those. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right, Eris, thank you so much for, you know, being on my podcast today and then 
telling the audience about your story, your very unique one with the poker table. <laughs> I think like, you know, like now whenever people think of Aries, they think of two things. One, poker. I don't Second, want to solar. like, <laughs> I'm just really? kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But yeah, poker is really fun game. Come, come oh, and play well, sometimes. Teach me. Like, I don't know how to play poker, but I have a poker face. <laughs> All right, guys, that's it. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Please follow and subscribe to this podcast if you want to stay updated to the most recent content. You can also follow the podcast Instagram account. It's called the H1B Talk. And I sometimes share some behind the scenes and also previews of the podcast. If you want to be featured on this podcast, you can DM me on Instagram. You're listening to You're Not Alone, the H1B Talk podcast. I'm your host, Rosemary. Thank you so much for your time. Peace. I'll see you next time.